no problem. No problem. Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today I have my buddy Tim. How you doing, buddy? Very well, thanks, Jerry. Lovely to be here. How are you going? Good. I, I think it has, has to be said right now. We are on a major time difference here. Over <laughs> on my end, it's almost 7 a.m. I woke up early just for you. And what Thank time you. is it right now? Uh, it's just turning 11 p.m. And you're in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, Melbourne, yeah. Australia. So it's, I, it's, I, I, uh, I had to concentrate on the on the time difference a lot to make sure I, I had the hours right. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being so accommodating and flexible to kind of make this work for us. And uh, like I said, I woke up early just so I can make this happen. And, you know, so I appreciate it. Um, no, no problem. Before we get into our uh, fun topic, I always like to ask um, my guests that come on, how did you become a Bon Jovi fan and when? Yeah, so um, you had a guy from the UK on a couple of months ago, um, probably in my vintage, sort of late, late 40s, and uh, I'm very similar to him. So back in 86, I think when Living on a Prayer, uh, You Give Love a Bad Name first uh first started hitting the airwaves that's when I thought oh these guys are these guys are pretty cool and uh and I just started following them from 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 then on um just thought they were fantastic I was I was a teenager then and my parents were a little bit strict on me and so I didn't get to see the slippery tour I also didn't get to see the New Jersey tour which I was spewing about because of that that walk that they had along yeah, so I, oh, I, I missed that one. I know, I know. So my first one was um, uh, the Keep the Faith, the uh, I'll Sleep When I'm Dead tour in 93. Yeah. And, you know, before we started this podcast episode, we were talking about your first show in, in Melbourne and, uh, you know, how they yeah. opened up with I Believe. And, man, I mean, even though you didn't get to see the Slippery Tour or New Jersey Tour, one of two things. A, you got to still see the Keep the Faith tour, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, B, there's YouTube. You know, like like for a fan like me who didn't become a fan until I was, you know, I was eight years old in 2000. You know, thankfully there's mm. YouTube. So I was able to watch, you know, tours from 84 to, you know, up to these days tour. And obviously I started seeing yeah. the Crush tour live. and But uh, yeah, what, what's your favorite yeah. song? Uh, I th- I think my favourite song has to be Blood on Blood. Um, I really I really connected with the the mateship and the loyalty and the and the brotherhood. Uh, the, you know the, those sort of lyrics are what and and the riffs as well, of course. But the those sort of lyrics really really uh, connected with me. Uh, back in the day and I just felt that, that that particular song was just about sticking fat, sticking together, um, you know, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that would be my favourite. And it, and it's funny, you know, I, I felt so thankful seeing them in 93 because after uh, New Jersey, there was that period of will they, won't they break up, um, yeah. you know, when John and Richie both did their, did their solo stuff. So... I wasn't sure that I was ever going to get the opportunity to even see them live. So yeah, yeah. So when I saw them that that night, that was that was amazing. Yeah, I, I wanted to add too because you mentioned you know you were a teenager, 
if I could have lived during any time period, not just for Bon Jovi, but just in general, you know, because of the music and the movies and just the style and you know, just the era. If I could have picked to have lived in any era as a teenager, it would have been the eighties, especially to also witness Bon Jovi become Yeah. this. I mean, I, ideally, you know, the way that Taylor Swift is right now, you know, how big she is right now, that was the almost the equivalent to what Bon Jovi was in the eighties. You know, just Yeah. how Yeah, for big sure. they were and like they were the biggest band in the world, no doubt. So, Yeah, yeah, you know. for sure, for sure. And ironically, Taylor Swift is coming to our shores next month. Ooh, you're gonna go see her? <laughs> Do you get tickets? do, do you know what? My daughter is going to see her. <laughs> She got she got lucky to get tickets. She got very lucky. They sold out like they Yeah. were like gold dust. Yeah. Have her have her go pick out a lottery ticket because that's luck. Yeah. <laughs> like the biggest Yeah. struggle <laughs> yeah, she'll is getting love tickets. it. Yeah. But Yeah. let's Yeah. get let's get into our fun topic. We are going to talk about this gem of an album, uh, Radio Free America, which was an album by uh, Richie Sambora and Oriante. Richie's fourth solo album. And I I will say this is I always say this. I think as Richie progresses with his solo work, I
she made Richie and stuff. And I think Richie really needed yeah. someone at that time too. And I think she was great mm. with them. Yeah. You know, and obviously, yeah. you know, they, they were performing together. And I, and I still remember tweeting this or putting it on Facebook, you know, like, I was like, wouldn't it be incredible if they made an album together? And then a few <laughs> months later, they started to like, oh yeah, we're writing and we might make an album. And all of a sudden they announced that they were making an album. And I'm like, I couldn't wait. Like you said, that that two yeah. three year waiting period of waiting for this to come out, I'm like, come on, because they also put out <laughs> snippet. They put out like like um, I think for Valentine's Day they did, was it I Got You Babe or um, Forever All the Way? One of those songs that they did for like a Valentine's Day release, and then they did our yeah. EP yeah. of yeah. Eyes, and then you know kind of yeah that was you, cool yeah yeah so yeah um, what so what 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 all what excuse me tongue tied here what's your overall take on this album look i i thought it was I, I thought it was really good and you know just backtracking a little bit um it, can i share a story about how i saw first saw orianti so I, I didn't know anything about her and i went to see richie live in sydney in 2014 uh, he played at the Enmore Theatre, which is which is a pretty small. The, the tour was quite a small. Um, you know, it wasn't stadiums; it was more sort of small venues. So there was maybe two or three thousand there. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. And Orianthe was there. I had no idea who she was, and she was amazing. She was absolutely phenomenal, and her and Richie just riffed. Um, and they just worked really, really well together. And and then I saw them a few nights later in, in Melbourne. They played a charity gig. Um, and how, how's this for, for the last four songs in their set list? Uh, Don't Change by In Excess, where uh, John Farris came in and, and drummed for, yeah, for that nice. night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's My Life, These Days, and they finished with Purple Rain. Damn. I, it's... Oh. You, you can't just say it's my life in these days and move on from that. That's phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. It's, it's my life, did, did he do the acoustic version? Or did they do like the full band no, rock? No, it was all 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 electric. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I got a I yeah. got a YouTube yeah. man. Oh amazing. And, amazing. And, then, and you know, two two of the best guitarists going around just riffing off each other. I mean, I, I know you you play guitar as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, not, not to their level. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. But you, but you you bring a good point though. Um, them two together were just like like the one song on the album "We Are Magic." They they were truly magic. Mm. I mean, they just had this chemistry together. You know, musically, you know, not not uh, you know, musically, songwriting wise, and just I don't know, they were just yeah. on stage. Yeah. You know, like I was watching the soundstage last night. And I was just thinking how well they came together. Like, for example, there uh, when they did um, Truth uh, at the soundstage, mm -hmm. they were kind of improvising. Like, you, for me, yeah. it, it seemed yeah. like they were improvising. Like, they didn't rehearse that part or ever do that live, but they, they just kind of were so into it that they improvised that last yeah. two minutes. And they bounced off yeah. each other so well and, like, were just in sync, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's really hard to do with you know two different artists and stuff, you know, especially off the cuff like that. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so that that was my first sort of initiation into Orianti, and and as soon as I saw her, I couldn't couldn't download her albums quick enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I heard that they were going to collaborate, uh, and and obviously became an item as well. And I thought, oh, how good is this? You know, if the yeah. the the devastation of Richie leaving Bon Jovi um, could could never be matched, but this was as good as it was going to get. Yeah, uh, in my mind, having having these two come together and and uh, and work on some stuff. Yeah, you know, I I, I want to mention this too because you brought up a good point with the whole Bon Jovi thing. You know, this old Richie and Ori thing kind of took off after Richie had left the band, and there mm. was a lot of upset fans um, with that departure, me included. You know, I I, I love Richie; he's my favorite guitar player. Uh, one of my favorite yeah. songwriters, singers, and so on. I, I was heartbroken over his departure too, and the yeah. way that happened and everything. And you know, you you try to understand as a fan where he's coming from, and, you know, and there's so much more that that mm. you and I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But mm. my my whole take was, I'm happy that he's happy. If he needed to leave for his own health, for his family, and and personal things, I support it. And I, mm-hmm. I think when this album came out and you listen to a lot, you read a lot of the lyrics and listen to him and the way that he sings and stuff, you you're you're happy with him, for him because he's in a different place and you know like you you know like there's songs um, I'm trying to think of it right now where you can kind of tell he was talking about where he was with the band. I think I think it's Take Me, mm-hmm. and I think you know a lot of those lyrics were about where he was with the band at the, you know stuff like that yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is i mean he was pretty yeah he was pretty from my point of view he was pretty consistent on the reasons for leaving the band and he, he always talked about the the touring was just too demanding and he wanted to spend more time with his daughter ava and you can't you can't um knock a guy for for those sorts of reasons you, you your children only grow up once mm-hmm. so i was yeah s- similar to you I-, I was devastated because for me uh you know the name of the band is bon jovi but richie was just as synonymous synonymous uh with the band as john yeah. so when he left it was like oh man um but yeah uh, as you said as as long as the guy's happy um and and while he was with Ori and he and he created they created that album. He he seemed to be in a in a really good space. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll always support Richie, even if it's just his solo work. Now, you know, like I always appreciate what he was with Bon Jovi. Well, he, he is Bon Jovi's heart and soul. No doubt, yeah. just just like the other guys. And you know, yeah. but you know, if he wants to stick with a solo career i'm all for it. it's just like i i can't wait for his next solo album because what norm's uh rare guitars post about a year or two ago of clips was just blew me away um mm. but uh we're, st- we're we're steering away let's uh talk more about this <laughs> yeah, yeah. here yeah um, yeah what's your favorite song on this album uh look for me it's probably uh, I really, uh, I, I'm a little bit left field on this one. 
I I do like um, Truth. I, I really enjoy that track. Um, yeah. But I also enjoy Blues Won't Leave Me Alone, um, yeah. which which is probably not that well known. I don't think it was released as a single, uh, but it just really, it, it, it was one of those really long songs that just had heart and soul. And, yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Well, Blues um, it has a music video. It was never released as a single, but I, I also think it came out after they broke up. The video. Oh, did it? Yeah. Ah. Video on YouTube. Okay. And I don't think Richie, if my memory serves right, I don't think Richie's in it. And I think it was after they broke up. Could be wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And I love the way that Ori sings that whole song too. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. jam. Um, yeah. I, I love this. Yeah, but you, what's your, um, what's your favorite? Well, I, I love this album from beginning to end. It is just not a bad song, not a bad second. It's just an incredible album from start to finish. But if uh, if I had to pick, I, I, I'd have to pick two. Uh, we Are Magic and uh, I Don't Want to Have to Need You Now. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, like the song, I Don't Want to Have to Need You Now, you can tell Richie heavily wrote that one because you get a very big... Uh, Bon Jovi feel to that song. Yeah, yeah that's right. And and to be yeah. honest with you, I would have loved to have seen how that song would have played out with Bon Jovi. You know, like if Richie wrote that and brought it to the band and they did it, as, I think it would have just been incredible. But same token mm. too, I love the way that Richie sings it. You know, especially, you know, I asked myself a question, can I handle Hurt again? You know, like, like that whole verse it's just phenomenal songwriting and the way that Richie delivers those lines. It's just, Oh yeah. Breath yeah. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Great songwriter. And, and I think quite a, um, uh, quite an underrated singer as well in, in his own right. I, oh. I think he, I think he holds a tune really, really well. Yeah. Well, you know, you, like you, you watch him live with Bon Jovi or even just listen to his solo work. He, he's got that strong, soulful voice. Mm, like, like you listen to all the Bon Jovi songs, and you'll hear his background vocals, and it's, it's it blows me away. It, it just it's yeah. phenomenal. There's yeah. no word for it. You know, like uh, like I was listening to uh, Undiscovered Soul yesterday, mm. and that's all I could think about was how phenomenal of. Uh, of a person he is as a, as an artist, incredible singer, songwriter, guitar player, all rolled into one, and yeah, his solo work is just underrated. You know, yeah, I wish more people besides Bon Jovi fans would would listen to it because it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting with you know with Richie and with RSO, they 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 haven't had that that chart success have they so the, i feel like their their music hasn't um hasn't got to as many people as what it potentially should have yeah i, I don't know the reason why maybe, maybe there's a perception that richie can't sort of hold it on his own without the band but i i, I would i would disagree with that but yeah i, I don't I, know I don't, I don't think it's that though honest and it, it's with a lot of different bands I think, you know, unless it's the lead singer, 
no one, e e even John would kind of struggle. I mean, like, look at Destination Anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Blaze of Glory was huge in its own right. But Destination Anywhere, which I think was one of my favorite albums, especially, you know, yeah. lyrically from John. But Destination Anywhere wasn't this huge phenomenon. And so what I'm trying to get at is mm. whether it's Bon Jovi or another band, people tend to only want to stick to this band as a chemistry and you know okay they make like look like david bryant has a solo album only yeah. Bon Jovi fans know that it pretty much exists and it's a gem of an yeah. album um right like, like for example um cheap check robin zander put out some solo work only cheap check mm. fans would listen to it and stuff mm. you know it's very rare yeah. for an artist to come from a band and have a successful solo album you know now, obviously, now it's you know, yeah. like you have NSYNC's Justin Timberlake or One Direction's Harry Styles or the other guys. You know, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. No, that that's true. That that's a good point. Actually, it's um, well, I guess it's comforting to know it's not just specific to Richie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's with it, a lot of people, it, it, and it doesn't get the commercial six or. Promotion nah. or success that you know, like okay, if Bon Jovi comes out with a new song today. Oh, it's going to be on radio. It's going to be everywhere. Mm. And, you know, and there's, there's, you know, the record company puts out a lot, you know, more money to promote it and stuff. But when it's a solo project, like like RSO or something, record companies are more tight on how much they want to promote and and spend and stuff. And you know, it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't hear these songs on the radio or anything, and so, but. You know, to be honest with you, I, I kind of like it like it is now. You know, like, it feels more ours, you know, instead of like this big, yep. you know, <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, the the other interesting thing is when they, when they toured with this album, so, um, so I saw them, do, 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 I saw them play at, in Melbourne, uh, what year was it? Twenty eighteen, I think. Um, and 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 it was it was really disappointing because when I saw Richie live in Sydney and in Melbourne, I was just up there um, myself, and I was in Sydney. I saw it with a mate of mine, Craig, and um, but I didn't take my wife. Oh. And so for the next couple of years, I was saying. Next time Richie tours, we've got to go see Richie. We've got to go see Richie. And we saw RSO uh, in Melbourne and, oh, boy, it it, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, it was that they, they started an hour late. Uh, he was a little bit sort of antsy with the crowd. It, it, I don't know. He, he probably wasn't in a good space for whatever reason. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we walked away and my wife said, oh, well, <laughs> you know, it happens though, doesn't it? I know. I had a few um, shows scheduled um, that I was going to go to. I think about, I can't remember what show it was, but I was so excited that I got tickets because tickets were kind of hard to get because you have these two big mm. artists, Richie Sambora, Orianti on one bill on a show together. Yeah. And so, yeah. and like you said, they were doing theater shows, so it's very limited capacity. Yeah. And I remember I got lucky and I got tickets. I can't, I can't tell you the, the show. I think it was an Ohio show and it got canceled. 
Same thing with New York. Oh, no, Aftermath was New York, I think. And I got, that one got canceled. And so I never got to see Richie and Orianti live. And I, I wish I could. You know, I was just... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But they, I mean, they, they then, they then toured again, but, uh, and they were doing some festivals and they were doing some standalone gigs, but all the standalone gigs got cancelled. And I thought, oh, that's, that's not good. <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah. There was another yeah. song. There was another song I wanted to talk about on this album that's actually a cover. And I really love how they did it. I got you, babe. The from Sunny and Cher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no. You go ahead. Oh, uh, look. I I have to say, I <laughs> I'm not a fan of the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. I know. I just, <laughs> I, I, as soon as you said that, I thought, oh no, oh no, no yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah, not 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 for me. Unfortunately, I I just found it a little bit cheesy. Oh, but, I love yeah. cheesy. I love <laughs> this is also coming from a guy that's a sucker for rom coms. So, yeah. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but yeah, so I I love I got you. Yeah. I love the way that Richie and Ori kind of bounce off each other with singing, and um, I know it's great. Yeah. What do you think yeah. of good, good times? Yeah. Yeah, good sort of fun track, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, I think it's a really fun uh, sing along in a car during the summertime with your windows rolled down. Yeah. Song, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think one thing that they did well throughout the album was sometimes Richie would be singing on his own, sometimes it would be Richie and Ori. Um, I, I just think they had a really good balance throughout the album of um, knowing who was best suited for the the relevant parts of the songs as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other points I wanted to make other than how much I, I, I love this album. One Night of Peace, that's a really good one too. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I love that. There, there's two versions of that, I think, wasn't there? Yes. Was there one with like a gospel kind of... Yes, and and I think that was for uh, charity, and I think Richie wrote this song few years before this album even came out. Because I'm looking at the credits now too, just to double check myself, and Ori is not listed on here as a songwriter. So I think Richie wrote this years ago, and then kind uh, of okay. if, if if I remember the story correctly, the interview that he did, he said. Um, that he rewrote some parts and then brought it to the table and they they did it. And uh, I, I get a very, um, I don't know why, maybe it's just I'm crazy. I get like a very Stranger in This Town era vibe from it. Okay. Well, it, it may well have been written back then. I don't know. But it, it's yeah. a gem of a song. And I know that they, I think they, they, Put the single out as as a chair, like uh, as a single. It was a different version. I think like the gospel version you're talking about, and it was to yeah. raise money for yeah. charity. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, big big fan of that one. I thought it was um, yeah, really nice, really nice yeah. song. So, was there anything else that you wanted to say about this album? Any any other stories? Anything? 
Um, not, not really, other than the fact that it's a shame there was only one. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any more, so we will probably just have to um, relive that one over and over again and just enjoy it for, for what it was. Yeah, I have one more thing I want to say because I think it's worth saying. I love the photography of this. You know, it kind of like, like look, look at the cover, for example. Yeah. For me, I get like yeah, cool. 50s vibe. Um, yeah. You know, like yeah. Some, like some of the pictures in here, you know, Ori and then Richie and Ori. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, they love their that. hats, don't they? They both love their hats. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. What's in the booklet here? Um, nice picture of Ori and Richie and. Yeah, it's just uh well overall it's just a fantastic album. When you mentioned you wanted to talk about this, I was like, Oh, I, I have a lot to say about this album. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, stay on. I'm gonna end the recording, but uh, I wanted to say thank you again for coming on and taking the time, you know, of your busy time busy day and to kind of do this with me. Absolute pleasure, Jerry. Thanks very much. You're welcome, buddy. Let me end the recording, okay?